0: All right, folks. Welcome to the Misconceptions Podcast. This is Derek. I shall be your intrepid host for our time together. Hope your day's going well. I know mine is. It's a Saturday morning, just uh, chilling out, recording this podcast. Uh, I know you got a lot of podcasts to choose from. So thanks for listening. I appreciate your, your time and your attention. Today's topic is the once and future supercontinent of Pangea. Pangea, which comes from pan, meaning all, jaya, meaning earth, is brought to you by the letter P and the number 3.6 billion. While it wasn't the first, and it certainly won't be the last, Pangea was a supercontinent of the entire landmass of the earth rolled up into one neat little package. So think about it. You wouldn't have to cross the pond if you're in America to go to England to see the queen and have tea with her. So pretty awesome. All right, folks, and moving right along, today's sponsor is coffee because mmm, mm, good. I like coffee. So onward, folks. All right, so if you've ever looked at a globe or a map and you thought, "Man, these continents look like they could fit together like puzzle pieces," you are not the first. So, so Pangea or or the supercontinent, uh, Pan, of course, being all Pangea being world. Um, Kind of came together from previous continental uh, units, if you will, about 335 million years ago. And then uh, about 175 million years ago, it, it broke up. So if you look at uh, the way that the land on the Earth is spread out today and you can com- contrast it with the way Pangea was uh, existed or the way the land existed during that time, uh, it was all kind of down in the southern hemisphere with a The rest of the world was pretty much just a big, gigantic ocean, like something you'd see in a, a sci fi movie and uh, pangea was simply um, the the most recent supercontinent that we can identify and you know obviously from j- just looking at so you got the, the the physical evidence or you know like you can look at it but there's also other physical evidence so there's bands of fossils that line up when you put these continents together so you, so you have a string of fossils these crazy animals that existed at this time And when you put the continents back together, you can, you know, they're partially in South America and partially in Africa and a bunch of other different things. Uh, There's some fossils in Australia that are in Antarctica that are over in um, uh, Africa. So it's it's actually pretty cool. So, so when the continent broke up, of course, you know, um, there were water currents because, yeah, you've got a globe full of water, you're going to get water currents. And so when it broke up, it, it changed those currents, and what it did is it directed a lot of the warm water got directed to the to the equator, and uh, not so much directed down towards the the poles anymore. So what what ended up happening is the the Arctic got cold, and um, it just and then it became sort of that that uh, cyclical effect. So it got cold, and it just got colder and colder and colder, and uh, less heat made it there, and so on and so forth. So it, it's pretty crazy. It was almost um, uh, so so global climate change, dude it happens if you don't believe it we we know of at least uh, at least 5 gigantic global climate changes that have happened in the past it's kind of crazy so so back in uh, back about this time there was the way they call it the great die off so think about it you got this big gigantic monster continent so uh, think of australia just you know 10 times bigger uh, hanging out down there so so in the south it was really cold it was arid you had ice caps and but the northern part of it it was hot You got lots of seasonal fluctuations. It'd be wet. You'd be dry. So you start getting that diversity of life as they uh, adapt to living in these different environments. And then something happened. And uh, uh, we're not sure, you know, of course, you know, because it was billions, millions of years ago, not billions, millions of years ago. But 90% of the marine life died off and 70% of things that walked on the land died off, too. What the well, we think it was a couple of things. One, we had the global climate change, which was the the Pangea breaking up and starting to drift apart and that changed the the currents in the oceans. So that that definitely changed the climate. Um unfortunately for Earth or fortunately for Earth, it depends on your point of view, I guess. Uh right about this time there was an asteroid impact at the Wilkes Land crater down in Antarctica. And uh Antipodal, I had to look that up, it means on the exact opposite side of a sphere, or you know, in our case a planet, um, is where what they called the Siberian Traps existed. And the question that came to my mind is, did the, volcan- did the asteroid cause the volcano? And the Siberian Traps are interesting because they were um, volcanoes that actually blew their tops for a million years. One million years, so uh, dumping all sorts of bad stuff into the air. You know, talk about global warming, huh? So, at this time, did did, did that asteroid cause a volcano, or did it just all kind of happen? And you know, bad timing; it all happened at once. It doesn't really matter. That's obviously in the far distant past. Um, but what we saw was a release of methane gas, and again, we don't know if it was stored in the seabed or. There was this little microbe called methanosarcina that that spewed out enormous amounts of methane into the atmosphere, which basically made it impossible for for things that use photosynthesis uh, to live. One, uh, the skies got dark. Uh, Thank you, Matrix. And the other thing is, is the... um, the, um, the, the methane actually interferes with the actual photosynthesis process at the chemical level. So that's the other part that happens. But the Siberian, let's get back to the Siberian traps. I know I kind of went off on tangent there. So, so think about it. You've got a volcano that's erupting for a million years. So you've got a volcano the size of Siberia erupting for a million years. Yeah, it's going to change the climate quite a bit. So at the peak, the water temperature at the equa- equator, was 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius? Yeah, not a, not not really a whole lot lives in that kind of temperature of water. So, so after that volcano finally uh, ran its course, uh, it took it another eight to nine million years for ecosystems to to, to really start to establish. So, so you think about it, kind of kind of crazy how everything just died off uh, for, for quite a while. It sounds like, but I digress. So, Ray, Liv- Roy, I'm sorry, Roy Livermore at Cambridge has proposed that uh, Novo Pangaea, which where we'd see the uh, uh, Australia kind of joining forces with Eastern Asia, um, Antarctica is going to head north uh, from the pole, uh, the Pacific Ocean will basically go away, and uh, but in you know 15 to 100 million years, we're not going to see any new supercontinent. Now, Christopher Scotese, um, another scientist, has proposed Pangaea Ultima. Uh, as uh, Which they, they changed the name because everything's ultimate means the ultimate. It's just the next version of Pangea. So, pretty cool. Uh, again, but it, all these scientists admit, you know, they're just noodling. Um, they're just looking at what has happened in the past and extrapolating out. We, we don't know. There's so many variables. And the final one, which I thought was kind of funny, was the Amasia one, a uh, supercontinent with the, again, the Pacific Ocean's gonna go away. Uh, North America and Asia are gonna join forces or combine at the North Pole. And so, you know, kind of crazy we'd end up being at the North Pole. So just keep in mind folks, the plates are still moving and who knows, Pangea 2.0. You wouldn't, you know, you could go see Big, Big Bend would be right next door to uh, Lake Havasu, so the London Bridge and the Big Ben would be in the same town again, more to, or, or so to speak. So the the other thing uh, not to not to be too much of a Debbie Downer is, uh, you know, what's what's to stop another great die-off from happening? What if we got hit by another Huge asteroid, which uh, Hollywood is uh, certainly loves to do that. Or, you know, what if, uh, you know, something happened in the, the Earth and uh, a gigantic super volcano opened up? I mean, honestly, those sorts of things happen. It's apparent. All right. Well, didn't mean to end on a down note there, folks. <laughs> but uh, so there you have it. I want to say a big thank you to everybody that's listening. I really appreciate it. And why don't you head on over to the webpage at misconceptionspodcast.com to sign up for the newsletter. And that's where you're going to find our show notes and links to the sources. You can see some some great pictures. And I'll have got some. i put some links to the YouTube videos out there explaining a lot of this with uh, some great graphics showing it. It's, it's quite fascinating. So I, I love it. And last, but certainly not least, uh, drop a review at iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Thanks, folks. Have a good one.